15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is a semi-weekly progressive political and atheist-filled podcast based in the state where the locals think that seagulls eating crickets was some sort of fucking miracle from God. Yeah, go look that one up, guys. Uh, This is episode number 118, and if you're a new listener and you're wondering what you might be listening, what you you might have downloaded, um, let me introduce myself. I'm your host. uh, My name's X. And joining me this episode are Marissa Alexa McCool and Kyle Steenblick. We got a whole bunch of stuff for you guys to consume, but before we do so, I always give the show a quick little break to hear from one of our podcasting buddies. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm Podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic or follow my Twitter at hardcore skeptic. All right, so Maine's governor, Paul LePage, you know, Republican, of course, he's... (laughs) This guy's a piece of work. Giant <laughs> giant man, baby. Let me tell you. Uh, he threatened this past Tuesday to raise the voting age in his state to 21 years old after lawmakers overrode his veto on legislation that increased the age limit to buy tobacco products. Uh-huh. So he's mad that he didn't get his way, and he's threatening to raise the voting age to 21, even though <laughs> it's against the <laughs> Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that. 26th but- Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, ratified in 1971, says that all citizens 18 and older can vote. That's pretty much it. So it's like well, let's let's yep. be honest here. The only amendment to the Constitution that matters is the second. Everything else is negotiable <laughs> at best. Come on, guys. Oh, don't don't you just love love the uh, the tw- <sighs> there's a there's a Twitter person out there right now. I can't remember what uh, the, like. Yep, you're racist or something like that. That's uh-huh. actually doxing all of the people oh, that yeah. showed up yeah, at the. They are. The alt right they're, thing they're that happened this weekend. Every single picture they can find, they're combing and over it, linking <laughs> those people to to the real names and people get their fired. names and their everything they yeah. can. So LePage is fuming over this new measure that was passed last week. He said he would introduce two bills in January, which would raise the voting age for uh, the age for voting and military service to twenty one in Maine. 
<laughs> right, because the trouble the military is having is they just got too many of these damn teenagers going over there and doing their jobs. And if they just got to 21 years old, they wouldn't have time to figure out that they're transgender. Am I right? <laughs> the amazing thing for me is that, like, most of the people that I have seen signed up for any of the armed mm -hmm. forces tend to be, like, in that 16 to, like, 20 yeah. age range where they haven't quite figured out what they're doing in life, whether they're going to be mm -hmm. going to college or not. And mm -hmm. some of them just make the decision because recruiters are legally allowed to lie to you <laughs> about <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> right, right. Um, I, I actually I've... have a story about that, if you don't mind. Oh, no, go ahead. We don't at all. Because so, I hate Paul um, Page. <laughs> so I got divorced at a really young age. I was divorced at 22. Oh, wow. And uh, I was morbidly depressed because, of course, I was. And a young recruiter saw that and decided to use it to their advantage. And they actually coached me the whole time after I told them about, like, things that happened in my past. Like, this guy would call me and say, now, when they ask you if you've ever been in the hospital, you say, no, right? <laughs> like, the whole thing is, like, this interrogation of, we're going to get you through this as long as you lie. Mm -hmm. And then the, the whole uh, MEPS program is saying now <laughs> if you get caught lying you can get mm -hmm. put in jail and i have a feeling it's designed that way so that they find people who won't talk in the torture chamber but <laughs> that could just be me did you ever did you ever get the experience of going through the maps <laughs> i went through maps and i was oh. in line to swear in when i went I don't think I should do this. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad in retrospect, because turns out I would have been banned from it by now. <laughs> I uh, I I love I I didn't love the duck walk. I didn't love the having to piss in front of somebody else Ooh. that was watching you the whole time. Uh, I thought it was hilarious in hindsight. And the time I was doing it, it was terrible. But in hindsight, having to like bend over and spread them in front of a officer was mm -hmm. <laughs> was. Well, it's kind of funny because you're like, hey, look at my brown eye. Let's wink it at you. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. has there ever been a more appropriate use of the clip of David Chappelle saying, spread your cheeks and lift your sack? <laughs> uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That's just it's the just, very beginning just, of them dehumanizing it's just, you. <laughs> it's, it's funny because the only other time you're going to experience that is when it's completely involuntary. Uh -huh. <laughs> or you're paying for it. they're checking you in. No. Well, yeah, no. I mean, and if you're if you're getting paid for it, yeah, that's a different story. But uh, my yeah, asshole no. can tell tales when they're checking you when they're checking you into the prison. Yeah, that's no, thank you. No, thank you. So anyway, he uh, <laughs> he's he's really pissed off because he wants people to be able to, to have to be 21 to buy cigarettes, which I think is just fucking dumb. <laughs> It's it's dumb. Now yes. look, look, I'm not a fan of cigarettes. I, I'm not a fan of smoking. I'm I, I I'm not going to shit on anybody that decides to do it at the same time because look, we're all adults. You at 18, I think if you're old enough to go serve the country, you should be able to have a beer and smoke if you want to. This is this is true. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's your body, but fuck it up all you want. That's. As long as you don't get it tattooed or, you know, get a gender transition surgery. Not that I would have any personal vested interest in that second one. Well, the, uh, the first rule, they've uh, they've gone lax on that one, actually. You can have a really? lot more tattoos now. Yeah, oh, I have, yeah, uh, yeah. You can. 
You yeah. can actually have it below, like at the cuff line now. So mm-hmm. I, have, I have a friend that has uh, a couple of them, like right around his wrist, and mm-hmm. doesn't catch shit for it. So it's it's kind of nice that they've grown up a bit. They have, <laughs> and, but and not, yet, not quite there some, yet. <laughs> still, some jobs <laughs> haven't. Um, yeah, some uh, jobs I, haven't. Yeah. I had my first interview post transition uh, mm-hmm. the other day, and people kept saying like, "You should really cover your tattoos," and I go. Why it's August <laughs> and they're up to my wrist? I'm not wearing a winter dress because people at right. the bookstore might be scared by my book references on my arms. <laughs> Look, it's 2017. If they've got a problem with tattoos, I don't think I'd be happy working there. So Senator Nate Libby, who co-sponsored the bill, became addicted to tobacco when he was 18. So. Doesn't have a private stake in this whole thing at all, does he? Uh, he disagreed with the governor's comments about voting, saying that there are reasons to, for putting age restrictions on potentially dangerous behaviors. It, which is um, kind of funny because in Utah you have to be 19 to buy smokes. You can be 18 and have them, but you can't buy them until you're 19. Yeah, which is stupid. Um, he, one so has some to be cigarettes fall out of the sky. They're all yours. I won't say that didn't happen to some people a little bit younger than me a couple of times. Yeah, funny how that works. It's amazing how people become your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Candyman. Uh, let's see. The he said when the governor sent his letter calling us hypocrites. That's pretty frustrating. <laughs> it's pretty common f- for this governor to link unrelated subjects and policy discussions. It's a pretty foolish idea. Wait a minute. It's pretty common for this governor to link unrelated subjects in policy discussions. Then he does not deserve the job. <laughs> no, this guy's like totally unstable. <laughs> I, All I, you have to do is go to go to YouTube and Google this guy. Just put in this guy's name and you will get a treasure trove of, of bad, <laughs> cra- bad shit, crazy shit. Hey, 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 guys, come on. I mean, just because they're pointing out the things that I actually said with, you know, references and footnotes <laughs> doesn't mean that you can take those things in context and put them together and show what I said. That's just hypocritical. It's OK yeah. for me to be hypocritical. You just can't call me that. Just like we can't call somebody with a Nazi flag a Nazi. It's just that's yeah. just how it works. Oh, no, that, that's well, changed. There's, 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 yeah, that, there's a whole there's a whole there's many sides to that issue. Oh, no. Have to, oh. no, Kyle. I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, just, I find it amazing that <laughs> this is the kind of guy where you could come up to him with every kind of like, you know, study showing that, hey, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. Well, I think black people shouldn't have jobs. Like, what? Wait, what? Those things are not related to each other. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like, I have an agenda. I'm a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He should really, everybody should send him in, in his state that's like under 18, should go out and buy a copy of uh, Thank You for Smoking and send it to him. <laughs> that's a brilliant movie. That's a brilliant I movie. <laughs> he wouldn't get the joke. No, no he would he It would just fly right the fuck over his head. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, so it's bad? I'm like, no, no, you <laughs> missed the... God damn no. it. <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. 
But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level, where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. So we got news of a, I guess we'd say somewhat celebrity, uh, being rushed to the hospital. Uh, someone of an older age. And no, I'm not talking about Willie Nelson, who, as uh, as I'm writing this, is just being reported that he's being rushed to the Salt Lake City Hospital, not being able to finish his first song because of breathing issues. So the same thing that happened to Lemmy is now happening to... Not Willie. Not Willie. No. No, no, no. no. Actually, it's not about Willie Nelson, though we hope he does make a recovery. Uh, this is about Pat Robertson. 87-year-old fucking raisin of a human being has been rushed to the hospital after falling from a horse. Oh. What the fuck are you doing on a horse at 87 years old? I don't know. That's a poor horse. Did the horse know who he was? Hopefully I would pay him money. Wait, no, I did not pay that assassin horse to kill (laughs) Pat Robertson. (laughs) So, interestingly... Um, Pat Robertson, founder of the Christian Broadcasting Network and a familiar face on this flagship program, the 700 Club, which is amazing because this came from ABC News and, you know, that freeform channel that is like they do the 700 Club stuff there sometimes. So it's like mm-hmm. it's, it seems like Disney and ABC are kind of in bed with Pat Robertson, which I don't understand kind because of? he should really hate. He should hate Disney. I I think he does, mm. but I don't know. He's he's making money. He's making the money. It says right that's here. It says exact, that's all it is. That's all I can imagine. It is. I, I think Pat needs to do some more two thousand pound leg lifts to or leg presses <laughs> to strengthen that body of his. So, uh, someone from CBN said uh, that horseback riding is one of Robertson's greatest passions, and at the age of eighty-seven, stills enjoys riding on a regular basis. Hmm. No one wants to say that he just like you know slipped in the shower. They probably he was horseback riding. No, yeah, he that makes him sound rugged. Look, De- Deer Leader was no. was injured. <laughs> if you love if you love horseback riding that much, you don't get thrown from a horse and you don't f- just fall off a horse. <laughs> yeah, and you don't normally just you know uh and just fall off a horse. You know? Yeah, something unless, had unless to happen. Unless you are unless <laughs> unless you are physically incapable of staying on a horse. You don't fall off, or unless the horse really doesn't fucking like you. And I know I'm going to catch shit, especially on YouTube, where I'm going to post this as well. But uh-huh. I hope Pat fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would not exactly be the the worst thing in the world. I would not be sad. And um, I mean, I, Tom oh. Cruise is also being hospitalized too because you know he hurt himself on Mission Impossible set. And so I'm also hoping you know uh, maybe he doesn't come back to do movies. I'm just. Go away and do Scientology. Why can't your super thin powers make yourself better? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he doesn't make awful movies, but you know, I, I'm really, I really don't, I really don't love his movies. No, ever since he did the jumping on the couch thing, I'm like, nope, 
you are a crazy person. I cannot see yeah. anybody but the crazy person. Yeah. Give, give no. all of the roles of for him to Killian Murphy. Give give them all to him. Yeah. Of course, he, he probably he probably wouldn't have gotten hurt, but he insists on doing, doing his own stunts. The majority of his own stunts. Because yes. yeah. he's so, an idiot. Yeah, because you know people don't get paid and you know go to school for a long time to learn how to do these kinds of things. You know, no, 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 no. It's, I mean, maybe not school, school, but you know, stunt school. No, and it's just ego for him. It's ego. Yeah. I want to say I was the guy on the camera there. Like most people are ashamed of having doubles. It doesn't really matter to mm-hmm. some people because mm-hmm. they'd like to act in the future. So Pat Robertson, I, uh, I hope you're, you, I hope you're dead. <laughs> I don't normally hope people are dead, but 87, right. you've had a good run and you, know, you I, fell off I a hope, horse, you know, I hope you fell in a big pile of horse shit. That's, that's <laughs> where I am right now. That's about the I worst hope, you'll go. All I right. hope you were injured and you fell in a gigantic pile of horse shit. That's... I hope you fell onto a knee somehow and disjointed your hip bone from your femur <laughs> from there and it went into your stomach. I, I hope yeah. that your stomach was opened up and you bled bile all into your insides. Right. And you are and currently suffering. Decided, and then the horse. And then the horse decided it didn't like you and pissed on uh, you. Yeah. That's <laughs> just, that would be insult to injury right there. The oh, horse man. just pisses on you. We're going to catch so much hate for this. I, hey, he's one of those people that's on my list where I'm like, hey, you know what? If they, if they uh, die, I, I will go to their grave and drag my ass across it. And yeah, for, hopefully I, everybody I enjoys that Ren and Stimpy reference. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would not be sad. I just wouldn't be. I no. wouldn't be. He's a, he's a horrible, awful, terrible person. Giving bad advice to people and ruining families all across this nation. So fuck you people mm-hmm. that enable it. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Cindy Jacobs is uh, on the Jim Baker show. And if you guys want to remember who she is, she's a HVAC Jesus that we uh, go find that video oh, clip because that's a, that was a lot of fun to do that little bit. But this lady's, oh man, she is terrible. Here we go. Let me prophesy. Yeah. And the Lord would say, I am getting ready to give you an anointing and authority and intercession to avert disasters in your area. Nice vagaries there, lady. <laughs> Let me nail this jello to the sure. wall. <laughs> like nothing there was concrete at all. Nothing. Like there was literally <laughs> nothing but just air coming out of this lady's no, mouth. It might no, as well no. have just been a In warm shrill shrill tones, by the way. It might as I just not not to dig too much into somebody's voice, but oh my <laughs> god, she's shrill. You don't talk in this voice when you're talking in public. You just don't do that. You have to bring it down. Use your diaphragm. As listen, she never got taught projection. She never, uh-uh. you know, went to one drama class where you learn how to do that. Don't talk in your nose. Talk down here. Uh, anyway, fuck. Okay, let's see what she has to say. And Satan is stirred up, and he is looking for a place. He's looking for an entry point. Where he can do great damage. Go for the butthole. <laughs> Ooh, an entry point, you say. Mr. Hands knows all about that. <laughs> no, that's, that was horse cock. That had nothing to do with, you know, <laughs> the butt stuff. 
All right, here we, we go. But if we my have pe- several entry points, <laughs> there's a bunch of them. We have a bunch of mucus membranes too. If you want to get after those, well, we'll be like Nehemiah and get on the wall of intercession and build a wall around no America. Says the Lord. Jeez. The Lord says, "I will do a work which you would not believe." Okay, build a wall around America. What are we going to pre- defend it against? Kaiju? I mean, we, that's yeah, about the only well, wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, even that wall. That wall didn't fucking work. I mean, really. No, but it put people to work, though. <laughs> it did. It did. It created so many jobs. You know what? Everybody that hated Pacific Rim, you can go fuck yourself. That was a fun movie. You that can. was a delightful flick. It was a terrific movie. There's nothing wrong with that movie. There's That's a lot so wrong cool. with that movie, but there was nothing wrong with that movie. Yeah, you know that magical sword that you know could do all that damage. Why Let's wait till the last act to use that. <laughs> but think about it. It's like every other kaiju or sentai mm-hmm. show that you've ever watched. It's you can't. Fine. Yeah, just, you can't defeat the giant just monster. Just let it go. Just let. Exactly. <laughs> Let the potholes go. Stop. Just stop. Idris Elba was wonderful. Charlie Hunnam was wonderful. I can't remember the the, the Japanese girl's name, but she was wonderful. <sighs> Man. I'm going to expose, expose, expose. Even right oh. now, the Lord is saying to me, there is something major being planned that in God's will, it's going to be exposed. So let's agree together. Yeah, Father, yeah. in the name of Jesus, okay. we decree okay. the exposure of terrorist attacks. We oh. decree in the name of Jesus. I thought she, I thought she was going to expose something good. You know, terrorist nope. attacks that happen literally all no, just the like, goddamn time. <laughs> I mean, I thought there were going to be at least be some tits involved. But you know, can, no, can she say no something good specific? At all. You know what? I She gets a go. <laughs> Not like that matters or anything, or, you know, women should be judged like that, but I'm just saying no, that, you know, I'm just, I, I have very, I'm, I'm a juggalo, so I have very low standards. So <laughs> <laughs> go, no, go. go, no, go. There's very few in the no go. Yeah, category. very few. If she has me. That's the thing. Even Kim Jong-un in North Korea is going to have to stop. Like God gave us this word in Spanish the other day. Basta. Meaning stop it. And- God speaks Spanish? What? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> he said basta. Apparently God speaks to her in Spanish. I thought alto was, was- stop. <laughs> isn't it isn't that what god doesn't to... speak very good spanish no it's a second language give him a break <sighs> and we decree over north korea that 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 will be a stopping and that there and the lord showed me he's going to do some kind of skilled surgical precise solution to what's happening in north korea <laughs> and that he's planning it and he's got it in place God's going to do that, eh? Some kind of skilled surgical. Precise. Precise. You what? Know, she bought a thesaurus. That's what she had to do because those all, all those words she mean did. the same thing, right? They do. They do. They do all mean <laughs> the same thing. But it's a skilled surgical. Pre- somewhere, some somehow. I just I I love but, but he but he spoke to her but he spoke to her in Spanish. Basta. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to google that right as we're going here because I don't know if that means what they think it means. 
<laughs> I'm sure That's it like, does. That, he, oh, okay, it means enough. So, God spoke to me, and he said, Pendejo. <laughs> uh, it means enough. Alto means stop, you fucking idiots. <laughs> but they should know that. They, they, like, they have the Mexican buckets that they sell, and they have the... The the poor Mexican kids that they adopted and they bring them up as props all the goddamn time on this show. God damn it. I watch enough Jim Baker to know this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Sunday night, what are we doing? Oh, we're drinking and watching Jim Baker clips. Hey. <laughs> Why not? Sure. And also, there's no sur- skilled, surgical, precise solution to neutralize North Korea because even if you took out Kim Jong-un, they would still, still attack everywhere that they could they would lash out they have orders to do this shit the only way the only (laughs) there's no clean way way. the only way to actually neutralize them is a neutron bomb but (laughs) (laughs) is a method is a method that is not going to be employed and it wouldn't be practical because really you would have to basically destroy their entire government in one just one fell swoop, it would have, and it would have to cause it would have to cause no fallout. It would have to be undetectable yeah. that it came from us. There's a right. lot of shit that God would have to make sure happened, but right. he's not going to all of a sudden, you know, poison their bok choy, and all of a sudden, you know, they're just gonna, they're just all just gonna wind up dead. That's not how it's gonna work. Right. It's oh, gonna be Kim doesn't eat, Kim doesn't eat bok choy. They have no. to poison his cake. <laughs> And his brandy and his cheeses, you know. We need to talk to Dennis Rodman. I love hearing the fact that they made friends with each other. It's like, that's so fucking weird. <laughs> that he's the guy. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. All right, we have another clip from the Jim Baker Show, and this is from a guy called Perry Stone. It's a new one to fun with real audio, so let's enjoy with this weird um, Egon-looking guy with the terrible like full goatee is talking about here we go turn to my wife and i said you do not have a wife with a lisp like that sir no i I hate to generalize but man (laughs) i might get some people pissed off about that but listen turn to my wife and i said that puts me me in a hard place i don't don't buy it you have a beard sir you do not have a wife (laughs) jesus has been mentioned more in this inauguration than any that I can ever remember. Yeah, that's true. Okay? That's and, and this is what I said. That's and not I, good I for America, her, guys. No, and I no, looked no, no, her that's and not a good this thing. Was prophetic. I said, and today, the gates of hell just opened. Mm. And she said, what do you... Fucking Lori Baker. What? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the mm. gates of hell were opened at his inauguration. Shouldn't that be a bad thing? I mean... Well, for these guys, they that that's a good thing for these guys. That's I mean, all one, happy, yay, jubilations. Focus. <laughs> yeah. I just I hate the but, fact that even we've been following Jim Baker show since before the election even happened. 
and they were like, if Hillary wins, it's going to be terrible. If Hillary wins, it's going to be terrible. Obama's terrible. Now that Trump has won, they're like, fuck, how do we profit off of this? And be like, oh, I know. Whoa. Satan is trying to destroy the Trump presidency. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to. Yeah. The gates of hell opened. Yeah. I mean, one way or another, the gates of hell were going to open, according to these guys. Well, but they had to open the, the gates of hell because it froze and they need to get some heat back in there. They got to get somebody to go in there with the pilot light and get that <laughs> oh, shit lit again. open the windows, guys. <laughs> you mean i said because the name of jesus was spoken and there is a percentage it's a small percentage but they're very outspoken and they control the papers and the media <laughs> are we talking really? about really Juden? is that what you're talking about here sir really <laughs> those crafty jew people that own all the media is that what you're going for here i th i think that's what he's going for I think he won't he won't say it by name because he doesn't want to be associated with that type of riffraff that caused all that shit in Virginia this weekend. But I, I firmly think that this guy would be attending one of those events. Yes, let's let's coalesce the right or whatever. Bring back the right or unite the yeah, unite the right. That's what they're doing. Because Jesus's name was spoken. Do you have to say it three times like Beetlejuice, I wonder? Or is it Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And he just shows up behind you on camera here. It'd be amazing. Be like, <laughs> no. Eh, okay. <laughs> Would you punk out like a bitch if you showed up? Be like, did you say something yeah, about me? No. <laughs> what? Me? No. <laughs> be like, you must have heard me wrong. Be like, he wouldn't come on camera. A... Fuck, no, no, no. I was looking for a mechanic. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that he would particularly stay off of camera and your cell phone would just magically stop working and no one could verify it. It could have been somebody off camera yelling things. Who knows? Because the atheists, the agnostic, the infidels, the unbelievers, the other religions. That is a big goddamn lump there, sir. That's a big group. <laughs> that's a huge group. That's pretty much everybody that's, oh, not you. Hey, yeah. how about that? Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I guarantee you, this guy's belief is not the same as Jim's. I can mm -hmm. guarantee you that you're going to find something that you guys disagree upon. That's why you have all these Bible studies. Why? Why a book that's been out for over 2,000 years needs to have so much fucking discussion and study over, I don't get. Especially if they l even look at the history of the King James Bible, where, you know, he was notoriously uh, in love with another guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he pretty much went through the Bible and erased all references where, you know, homosexuality was bad. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, he left a couple in there. But nope, not quite. It's just funny. Go look up the history of King James. It's very mm -hmm. interesting, especially his partner, where his partner was progressively more and more rewarded for being his partner. And <laughs> like, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, he's a duke. All of a sudden, he's a lord. All of a sudden, he's this. It's like every year, different title bestowed upon him. It's really interesting to read that one. All right, whatever, Gates of Hell. Resent, resent Christianity in the name of Jesus being the 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 source the history the culture the the how we're founded i said they will come against him and won't even know why usually because you rubbed it the oh. right way <laughs> oh oh they're not coming against him they're they're coming on him <laughs> get your terminology right <laughs> he said christianity christianity like it's there's more syllables in there sir do you do you not know English? Is English not your first language? And I'm sitting there at the inauguration saying, this man is going to come under attack, and they won't even be able to tell you why. 
because he's a shit human being. That's why I'm against Trump. He's he's literally the worst that you could have picked. We can't tell you why because we can't pick a single reason. I mean, it's it's we would just point at him, flail our arms around a little bit and be like, "Eh? This, eh? this <laughs> right here. All of it. Mm. <laughs> this whole thing, <laughs> his history, his family, all of the people that he's fucked over in business and they're like, "Oh no, we give a pass to that because that's what you do in business." No, no, no. No, no, no. Not what a good businessman does. The only person to tank a fucking casino. <laughs> you t- how? <laughs> not just one. Not just one. But he's tanked so many. He has tanked, tanked everything he's touched. The house everything. is set up to win. <laughs> you have people coming in blindly putting money into slot machines. And I'm not knocking people that like to do that because sometimes right. you win. But the thing is, you don't win well, as often as you lose. Look, <laughs> look the thing. the thing is, most of his casinos were set up in Atlantic City. Oh. Atlantic City is doing fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a hole. I mean, it's it's kind of a shithole. It's always been a shithole. But his casinos tanked because nobody liked them. <laughs> Probably. I can just think of so many ways that it would make people go, nope, I don't want to be in this casino. That's okay. No, no, mm-hmm. yeah, there are casinos down there. That have been there and a done a long well goddamn time before yeah. he showed up and after he's left. Yep. He just he he's not a good businessman. And then we just go, This no, guy. He's not just everything about this dude. Why why is this a yeah. surprise? I don't get it. But it will be a demonic inspired attack because Satan believes he may lose ground by freedom being allowed in places where there has not been freedom for the word of God to go or for teaching to go or preaching to go. So you're talking about bringing Bible study like, like back into school, public prayer, yeah. that, that kind of thing? That's, that's freedom to you? No, that's what? oppression. Ugh, I don't know. No, they don't get it. And it's not going to come from this guy. No. <laughs> No, not this guy. He's not going to be going into anybody's school. He's probably got to keep at least 500 feet away. The way that <laughs> this guy is talking. He's like, hey there, Chris. Why don't you come over here and start at the Bible with old Herbert? <laughs> and that's what I believe, Jim. Honestly, I believe that was the starting point. Why don't you come over here and come on, mm. Jesus? Let's come against Jesus and have a demonic force mm. ram down our throats. <laughs> uh. Perry Stone. Uh, I hope to never hear from uh, him again. He's not interesting. Not as interesting as that no, Cindy Jacobs. <laughs> hey, sweetie, how was work? Simon, what are you doing? You're eating pork? I thought we talked about this. Yeah. I thought a lot about what you said. You're right. I have been lax in my faith lately. I've been letting my temptations take precedence over my religion. So I asked God for guidance and he reminded me that I can do whatever I want as long as it's through the hole in the sheet. God told you that? Mm-hmm. Simon, you don't smoke. I know, but I've always wanted to. And now with God's hole in the sheet, I can do whatever I want. It's liberating. So you can smoke through a hole in a sheet and not get cancer. Isn't it great? I can watch television on the Sabbath through the hole. On Passover, I can eat leavened bread through the hole. Hell. 
I could celebrate Christmas through this hole. Simon, you're Jewish. Exactly. A Jew with a hole in a sheet. <laughs> mm. Okay, the, this comes from us. Comes from us. This comes to us from Slate.com, and it's talking about how uh, the State Department has revealed in a fresh diplomatic dispute between the U.S. and Cuba this week when mm. it acknowledged that it believes. Okay, so acknowledge that it believes. So there's there's couch it there already. American uh-huh. diplomats serving in Cuba were subject to an acoustic attack, and this mm-hmm. came in the fall of 2016 using a covert sonic weapon that left the Americans with severe hearing loss. Uh, The U.S. Embassy in Havana only reopened in 2015 as part of the former President Obama's detente with uh, the Caribbean neighbor. American diplomats operating in Cuba are known to be subject to surveillance and harassment. No kidding. Uh, But the latest revelation is a substantial escalation. So from the AP, it says here, In the fall of 2016, a series of U.S. diplomats began suffering unexplained losses of hearing, according to officials with knowledge of the investigation into the case. After months of investigation, U.S. Uh, officials concluded that the diplomats had been attacked by a advanced sonic weapon that operates outside of audible sound and has been deployed either inside or outside their residences. So they had these sonic weapons placed outside the residences and they emitted a sound that you couldn't hear but it's super mm-hmm. fucking damaging. Right. Yeah. And it's so the uh, Mariah Carey defense, I believe it's called. <laughs> it, it is. It you is. got me they feeling deployed, emotion. They deployed Mariah Carey <laughs> in Cuba. Now, the, there are a lot of things that are really, really kind of crazy about this. I mean, for, the first being that there's no way, can't say no way, but it is believed that Cuba is not capable of developing this type of, uh, device that's that's not to say they're not fully capable of acquiring it from somebody yeah. but somebody would have to sell it to them so the investigators and there, there are very few there are very few militaries who have been pursuing and uh crowd suppression and testing like this, this kind yeah. of device yeah um one of those being russia whoa yep. it's like it's all connected oh, it's all connected <laughs> I know it's just like fucking no, no, but we're, oil hat territory. But this we're is, the crazy fucks that seem to think yeah. that you know that everybody's like, well, this could happen. No, it can't because you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I kind of hate talking about this stuff because it sounds like you're entering tinfoil hat territory. <laughs> because at this point, I mean, Cuba just got U.S. diplomats. Yeah. What what fucking point would it be for, for Cuba, Cuba to attack to, to, to attack them? <laughs> what well, do they have to gain? Nothing. <laughs> so absolutely nothing. Cuba has said as much. They said Cuba has never, nor would it ever, already using words that the, the Trumpster could never even string together here. Uh, yeah. Allow that the Cuban territory, because he doesn't know how to do neither nor or either or, <laughs> you know, he has no idea what the fuck grammar is. Um, <laughs> that would allow the Cuban territory to be used for any action against accredited diplomatic agents or their families. So, accredited, th- yeah. So they can go for the poor, the for profit ones, just not. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just well, the, the one. The so interesting the thing for-profit- is. You have the diplomats and their wives that, or husbands, mm-hmm. whichever uh, 
whichever whichever grouping you want to say there you know it doesn't have to right. be it doesn't have to be husband wife but why not both why not both why not both and but the thing is it, none of the uh none of the kids got any of this hearing loss so it's like somebody was like mm-hmm. out there aiming it at people and they're like fuck kids turn it off <laughs> ah, it's a no, sonic laser gun except <laughs> my kids can hear that weird signal that i can't <laughs> yeah this is true I've got that I weird, very well. Could have just curiously gone, ah. ignorant whenever someone says it's time to come inside, turn off the phone. I, I yeah. don't. I don't know. Convenient. I don't know. Yeah, hmm. I'm amazed what my kids hear and don't hear. <laughs> or the fact that they do hear it and then they're like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna not listen I'm, to them." I'm, I'm amazed when my <laughs> kids are in their bedrooms and they don't hear us going, "Hey, hey, it's time to leave. We need to go. We need to get out of here." But, but no, the second we go, "Hey guys, there's pizza down here." Like, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I love having to say the same thing four times. I, 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 that's that's something uh-huh. they need to teach you in high school. When you become a parent, you will be repeating yourself. Uh-huh. Often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, so it's just interesting that that the strangeness of this acoustic attack is just happening, and it's like. What would this do? I mean, is this like some mad scientist fucking around with somebody? Is it? I mean, it seems like somebody fucking with diplomats is, you know, someone trying to start shit. You know, they're hoping that maybe the U.S. would say, fuck you, Cuba. And then like storm, yeah. see Kyle off and storm away like we do in this country. No, and it's uh, sadly a lot of things. A lot of things right now can come down to who who has anything to gain from from causing this much shit. Hmm. I, hmm. I know somebody that's trying to get some sanctions lifted, you know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sarah Palin can see them from her house. <laughs> what, Fucking Cuba? Sarah Palin. <laughs> Cuba. Remember when she was the worst that could possibly happen? No. Isn't that great? Fuck. Oh, fuck. Isn't that great she when, seems like, so benign. She McCain, seems so benign now. When McCain was running, we're like, oh, okay, well, you know, he's, at least he's not that bad. And then they pick Palin, and it's like, oh. oh. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but if I had it, if I had the choice, I'd take Palin over Trump like yeah, every single yeah. fucking time. Like, yeah, not even close. Uh-huh. Like she she might be one of the worst politicians in history, but at least she's not dangling the nuclear button over every country yeah. that, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. Whoever, whoever thought we'd be sitting around just just being nostalgic for the good old days of George W. Oh my god, you guys want to hear a funny story? Go for it. Okay, yes. so I was at the Super Bowl party at Secret Lair with uh, Noah, Eli, and a bunch of other people. And you, you remember that part during the Super Bowl when uh, George the First got rolled out there? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh, poor decrepit yeah. George. It was like the old captain of the Enterprise that mm-hmm. got that gets rolled out in the machine that only makes beeps. You know, <laughs> somebody All got right. that joke. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember you. So, yeah. you know, no one and Eli are sitting there going, you know, well, remember when he was the absolute worst that could possibly happen <laughs> to us? And Eli goes, I would do anything to get him back. I would commit a hate crime on Aiden to get him back. <laughs> and Aiden's like, what the hell? And Noah goes, come on, man, take one for the team. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He just walked by and I got a look. So <laughs> it's gonna be a good night. That's all I, I'm saying. I thought maybe maybe you were singling him out. I was like, <laughs> oh gosh, that's hilarious. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Cuba. <laughs> Hi, I'm Reset Smith. I'm four years old. I enjoy jetpack racing, human boxing, and early Tate brothers. My ideal date would be with a female human who is at least four feet shorter than me and light enough for me to carry above my head and sprint for 100 yards. We could go to a nice appliance store and grab the spinning fans. Or maybe go stare at an eclipse while screaming at it. All right, this one comes from Raw Story, and it's uh, about a California school board president um, who's got a terrible reputation because he's uh, he's being supported by Trump here. Uh, Brooke Ashijan, the president of Fresno's Unified School District, has had some interesting comments about the state's sex education program, which he took his own children out of. And here he goes. Here he says, my biggest fear in teaching this, which we're all going to do it later because it's the law. But you have kids who are extremely moldable at this age. And if you start telling them that LGBT is OK and that it's a way of life, well, maybe you just swayed the kid to go that way. Right. It's that's so how it works. Uh, yeah. yeah that's You're going to catch yeah, I wasn't the gay. trans and gay until I read a persuasive essay. <laughs> you're yeah. Gonna, you're going to catch the trans. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Marissa just, walks so much. just goes over to people. <laughs> 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 just open mouth coughing on people. <laughs> no, Look, that's not how it I works. I think it was okay. And then, well, I yeah. read an article saying it might be. So I gave it a try. <laughs> so yeah. he says. It's so important. Gender. It's so important for parents to teach these Judeo-Christian philosophies. No, uh, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and Ashton, or however the fucking pronounce his name, because he's got a J in the middle there. It's 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 a consonant, what? consonant, vowel, vowel, consonant. And I'm like, I don't know how to that, pronounce this dude here. That that doesn't work. That's a uh, he's, right there. he's a devout Mormon and a longtime oh. supporter of President Donald Trump. He says he's also against abortion. <laughs> Big fucking shocker there. Uh, as Daily Dems pointed out, the Fresno Unified School District issued a statement following this asshole's comments. And this is me paraphrasing because I, I added that asshole. Uh, reaffirming that their commitment to inclusive and pro-choice sex education. Uh, Fresno Unified firmly believes that students and staff perform best in an environment where tolerance, diversity, and inclusiveness are practiced and valued. Thank you. Uh, Fresno Unified will continue to provide our students age-appropriate sex education in accordance with the Healthy Youth Act and our board policies when honoring parental waivers. So, Because straight people aren't the only ones who exist and or have sex. Mm. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. It's amazing. People exist. This kind of thing, when I hear the outrage from these uh, the guys that are it's... so goddamn straight-laced about this stuff, it just reminds me of like when, I can't remember what politician it was that, brought up out of fucking nowhere one time you ever heard about this pig sex that people are doing and everybody's oh, like oh wait yeah i don't wait, remember wait. who it was how the fuck does he know about that <laughs> like I guess this is gonna be my last one okay you're fine so it's like how yeah. how did this just come up all of a sudden and be like how is this a topic that you wanted to talk about i just i, I don't, don't i don't know i don't get like, it i want to check your browser history <laughs> yeah no <laughs> he's <laughs> They found Narnia that they're so deep in the closet. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus has some words for Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they're not maybe, about Jesus. <laughs> and maybe it's Miss Tumnus now because I spread it. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They cut the gay and they can't. Oh, is the trans catching too? 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, That's God why I got to travel. I got to travel double because sometimes I'm spreading the gay and sometimes I'm <laughs> spreading the trans. And you never know which one it's going to be. Oh, she, no. You see, Marissa's got one of those rings that uh, Pat Robertson said that the 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 people of her stripe have where, you know, it has a needle on the inside and it spreads the blood. You know, it, yep. it cuts them. Aww. And so they get the blood on them. And it's like, oh, no, I got the trans <laughs> oh. smack on the ass. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> and Sorry. then we can spread oh. the trans. Oh, wait, you were talking about something different. No. <laughs> Spread. Hey, exactly. Straight cis people who are afraid of gay people, we have better sex than you do. <laughs> we're I think uh, that's what they're afraid of. Yeah. Yep. We're we're always advocating it here on the show when we do use, use the hashtag butt stuff. I mean, yeah. Because guess what, folks? Nerves it's is fun. nerves. <laughs> it's fun. People enjoy it. It's an enjoyable experience. Don't be a prude. Just, <laughs> just, just relax and open yourself up to it. <laughs> I just, I laugh because it's just there was that whole Teen Vogue thing that happened a couple of weeks ago, and just like <laughs> it was a very insightful article on that kind of thing. And it's it just, was fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, there may be a bit of poo. Like okay, well, I think people need to hear that before they decide to jump yeah. in with this. And yes, mm-hmm. use more lube. If you think you've got enough, you probably don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, so this and uh, clean yourself up. That that's really it. Two so I guess in and you won't go wrong. In a uh, in summation here, fuck this guy. <laughs> yep. If he's in and Fresno fuck. and he's going to continue to be the president of the Unified School District, I don't think he's going to be in that seat very much longer. With with the 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 the. nasty flavor that trump is leaving in everybody's mouth anybody associated with him is going to be ousted eventually Mm -hmm. i think yeah um just if if kind of final parting words here like if you don't think that i mean if you do think that it's a choice and you think that we'd still be subjecting ourselves to this after all the bullshit that's gone down uh maybe you really need to reevaluate your life philosophy uh, (laughs) because this shit ain't fun in yeah. this case, who yeah. would who would choose? You know, yeah. No, I could I could stay on easy path, or I could be who I really am. It's like mm-hmm. one is denying myself, but have all the privilege in the world, and the other one is, oh, I don't know, potentially be threatened, and you know, uh, have everybody in the world condemn my actions. I'm yeah. going to be who I want to be. Hard path yeah. be damned. Good job, Marissa. Right. Yeah, hard path be damned. <laughs> yeah. Take the, yeah, take the easy path, but be eternally frustrated. Are your really shitty sex life? Listen to me. Oh boy. Here he goes. Oh my goodness. My God doesn't die. Wow. It's true. When you get invited to the White House, it usually means that um, somebody wants to there wants to either show you there as a photo op, or they actually want to hear what you have to say. But if you're invited to the White House and you don't actually get to meet the president, I don't think that's much of a trip to brag about. And that's what exactly what happened to Jim Baker. But let him tell his story in his own words. We're nearing some unbelievable time. We're the last days that are the time of trouble. And we're here in that time. And America is fighting each other. We're fighting among us. We are divided, totally divided. And a, a country cannot stand. That's divided. Jim, shit hasn't changed. 
That's what happens when you have a two-party system that is so diametrically opposed. And when you have shows like yours that shit on America and the other side all the time. I mean, I'm not innocent of this myself. I shit on the right fairly often, but at least I'm not bringing God or Jesus into it or bilking people out of their money to be prepared for the apocalypse. I just sling some t-shirts on my Patreon every once in a while. We were in the White House probably when the, the greatest uproar <laughs> and... and uh a big shakeup was going on that day, and it was just, you know, really something to be. It's kind of. How did you feel? Could you feel that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You could say, Jim, what is Jim it, what's the difference between. What's the difference be, between, between that? 35 years ago when yes. I would go in and out of yes. the White House. Oh. Okay. Holy fuck. Did anyone catch anything from that? Does Jim have his hand up Lori's ass puppeting her or something? What the fresh hell is he talking about right there? Okay, yeah, it's so, altogether different. Okay. Paula White, of course, was there. Yes. Oh, they're listening to their, listening to their rock stars. The faith-based faith faith people. Initiative, yes. And it was the, the feeling, though. Anne Graham Lotz walked in, and there was Anne Graham, and she's been with us here. So Anne Graham Lotz. There was only a- Anne Graham Lotz is Billy Graham's offspring. So just so you know that there. About, what, 20? She looks just oh, like her dad. 20. I think they're about 17. Dr. George Woods, the head of the Assemblies of God, um, International. And Dr. Woods. George Wood. Yes. It makes me want to die. Jesus Christ. He spoke words for the president. Okay. Not to be pedantic, but he literally just said, spoke words for the president. Can someone explain to me what the fuck that means? What the fuck else would he have spoken? Cheeseburgers? Artillery shells? Underage girls getting modeling contracts? Oh, he might have done that one. But spoke words for the president. Yes. and. He spoke words. This man is the head of 86, I think it is, million million people people over the world. I may be wrong, but if they're a Christian organization, shouldn't it be Jesus that's the head over those folks or, you know, God? The head of the Assemblies of God. Right. One of the great leaders of our day. He really is. And he spoke words. Words. It was so funny. He was... (laughs) Sharing about unnecessary swearing. Right. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, asshole? That shit is so damn stupid. There's no such thing as unnecessary swearing, you ass fuck. You know, and at that moment, the man who did this minute, much of this unnecessary swearing was being let go. This was not a social meeting. No. The president has asked for the pastors, the leaders. Yes of Christianity to come and advise them. That's right. So if the president needs advisement from the religious right, doesn't that tell you everything about him right now? I mean, really, they get the president they've always wanted, but he's the biggest turd in the punch bowl, and they've had to like drink around him this entire time. And they're listening. And, and the reason for the meeting was so that he can get the group of, of Christian leaders that have a platform to share the truth of what's really going on that you don't get to hear on the media. But your media, I'm media, you're all media that are talking about this shit. We're all members of the media. Mm, be scared. And so it was our first time, all of us together, we had there's a few separate meetings over a course of a couple of days. And it was very exciting because at the end of our time together with 
these other leaders. We took a group picture. We wrote a, a, a letter to the president. God damn, that took a lot of like work to get the word a uh, 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 letter. Letter to the president. You couldn't have, you know, brought that up on your teleprompter in your brain before that happened. You guys did so little when you were at the White House. You would think, oh, we did a letter. And Paula White herself delivered it on President Trump's desk. Now, let me just give you a little tidbit of what the staff members told us that are right next to the president. They said, for instance, he had just, he had just done some type of a bill and it was to help Christians. Did she just say bull? It was like B with like seven L's. Bull. Some sort of bull to help Christians. He received, He came home that night, the night before. There were 20 letters from evangelical pastors on his desk saying thank you. He said he was so thrilled to get those 20 letters of thank yous. When, when reality, the staff member said, it should have been 20,000 letters. Lori, there weren't 20,000 people there in the White House at that time. So why should it have been that many letters? You know, you know President Trump can't read, right? That's not his strong suit. I mean, he can, but you honestly think that he reads your letters? Those went right into the goddamn shredder. And, but people think that your letters aren't going to get to the president. Well, guess what? They get to this president. And so leaders need to, one thing they're Especially saying. Especially from pastors from and Christian leaders. Need to say he thank will read you. every word of it because he's looking for the pulse yes. of what God is doing That's in our it. country. He's not looking for any outside help from you, fucks. He's just trying to pander to his base. Look, I liked Obama, but I had no thought in my mind that he actually gave a shit if I wrote him a letter. That's not how presidents work. They don't give. He doesn't give a shit that twenty pastors came by. He cares more about what Goldman Sachs and Putin want him to do. And yes, I am firmly in the camp of Trump Russia. One dead and over 30 injured. That's where we are right now as a nation. We are already amidst a slow burning civil war and nobody seems to recognize it except for those of us in the trenches fighting against a deadly and depressing foe. One of which seems to think that the rallying cry of facts not feels, and now from this weekend's rally, we can add the other slogans, white lives matter, and the co-opted blood and soil that the Nazis used to use. The North in this battle, this civil war that I'm bringing up, are those of us who want true egalitarianism. We want social justice for all peoples, where we dare to have the slightest bit of empathy for our fellow person. Our side is the one where we say that all people under the LGBTQIA banner are allowed. Immigrants are welcomed with open arms, and to be completely honest, we're not going to judge someone based on what ideology they currently employ, as long as they don't force it on others and continue to follow rule number one it comes, when it comes to being a person, which is try not to be an asshole. The South in this battle, aka the party that will get their asses ideologically kicked, are the ones that will be the first to violence. The ones who will demand that since they don't want to play ball with the 21st century, that they will take the ball and the entire game home with them. I'm talking about the crowd that seem to think that white people are being persecuted, that Christian values establish this nation, and that feel like they're being replaced. These are people who say that when privilege gets attacked or questioned by those who don't have it, that it feels exactly like persecution. 
That's exactly what we're seeing right now as these young white men revolt against the dying white Christian paradigm. One reason that people make so many callbacks to the time where they feel like the world was the most ideal, a.k.a. like the 1950s, is because they feel at that time the overt racism was common. Hate speech against uh, now protected classes of people was all, all but overt. And women knew their places. Gay people were forced to stay in the closets and anyone else that didn't fit the cookie cutter established by the greatest generation were thought to have mental illnesses. The past is no time to pine for. You can never go back to that time and you can never reestablish power structures that have been long decimated by history. And honestly, you shouldn't want to. I do realize that I'm probably making huge straw men out of all their arguments, and I'm sure I'll hear from those that vehemently think that yelling at a guy talking into a mic is a great way to have a civil dialogue on race relations in America. However, it needs to be broached that unlike Trump's deplorable comments about there being many sides to this problem in America, there is only one side that needs to be eradicated, and that's the alt-right, anti-feminist, anti-LGBT group that can't handle that sometimes folks don't want their opinions or their commentary about things. The men in this group sometimes can't handle that people might not want some dick from them and vice versa for the women. For a group that claims that all of the other side are full of cucks and that are all full of snowflakes, it does seem that the people who are most mad and the most willing to bring the simmering riots to a boil are the folks in this sphere of thinking. Of course, someone hearing this right now might be reflecting on what's being said and go, hey, that's not me. I'm a white dude. I'm straight. Come on, dude. Not all of us or something, something. Without realizing that the moment that you feel the need to pipe in with something as stupid as, you know, all lives matter or white lives matter or even the laughingly bad not all men tags, that you're the very definition of what your side has stolen is a valid psychological term that means that their PTSD has shown up again. And, and as I say that you're you're triggered, bro. So take back the right protest pro- should have never have happened. It did. And it devolved into violence because people don't like seeing Nazi flags and Roman salutes to the worst fucking president in American history. We don't like seeing people who have benefited the most from their inherited privilege claim that they're being oppressed. For example, I didn't see the amount of hardware that the police dragged out to the Black Lives Matter protests. You know the ones that I'm talking about. The ones that had snipers positioned on the top of the mobile command stations with weapons actively positioned on citizens who were protesting. When the Nazis got pushed back against, and yes, I'm going to call them Nazis from now on, they don't deserve any amount of capitulation or leniency that calling them something else gives them. When the pushback happened and they caved, instead of taking their white supremacy home with them, with their fucking polo shirts and red hats, one member decided to drive his car into a crowd of protesters from that side and made them sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. He killed one, injured scores of others, all because he couldn't handle the big leagues of being an activist. Sure, being an activist about religion is one thing, same with much lower social order problems, but the minute you try to say that anyone who isn't you, in skin tone or mindset, needs to get out of the country that we call home, you know, this great melting pot of America, then you're going to be met with a lot more vocal people and have a lot more to lose than you do because they will fight tooth and nail to keep their position that they've fought for since day one while people in your social circle were just born that way. In London, when someone smashed their car into a crowd of folks, it was considered terrorism. When it happened in Paris, it was terrorism. However, in this country, if you're white and do something horrible, 
You're a lone wolf. You're a disturbed individual. You're a person with mental health issues, not a terrorist. Hell, the damn president of this country didn't dare speak out against this domestic terrorism at all. And that in and of itself has lent a rallying cry to the nation, the Nazis of this nation. The Daily Stormer has said so, and David Duke himself has said as much. I don't know about most people out there, but if we were in office, I wouldn't want my name associated with Nazis at all, or even white nationalism. You just can't have that caliber of people as your base. It's a recipe for disaster that will only end with more of what's happened this weekend. This was just the initial starter pistol being fired off. There will be firearms evolved in the next clash, and then we're going to just see how deep that Donald Trump's rabbit hole of complicit approval of humanity's worst goes. It's not over. It won't be resolved peacefully. It's going to be violent, and it's going to be bloody. But at least America seems to have woken up. So at least there's hope in that. All right. Well, that does it for this episode. If you haven't already, go and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the shows that we put out each week. Before I go, I have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing Patreon patrons out there who support us each and every month. So in no particular order, we have Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, and our most giving of fans, Rob Otto, Stephen Andrus, and Angelica Pearson. All of your kind support does wonders for us putting the show together, and it helps me produce it each week and provides the hosting that we desperately need to make sure our message gets out there to everybody, so I can't thank any of you enough for your generosity. If you don't have the means to share money with the show, please, by all means, get in touch with us. We'd absolutely love to hear from you, especially if you think we deserve a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. And with that, it's time to bring episode 118 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. KLF is gonna rock you.
transition with my husband who is also going through a transition yeah. we kind of traded privilege points in one in some ways or another mm-hmm. so you know he gets you know acknowledged as a male and there's certain things that he <laughs> didn't have before when he appeared to be a woman and that i deal with now so we can at least kind of like trade pointers i yeah. guess would be a good way to put it be like no don't do a, that <laughs> there's a point of empathy where we can go, yeah, that's what they're like, you know. Uh, with with him especially, uh, I've had to go, yeah, that's that's how guys talk. It it sucks. Yeah, yeah it's it's gross. Yes. It's just a, it's really interesting to that. I just keep thinking of Aiden going, I have the power. <laughs> I can say it if you the, want. Te- the testosterone going through my veins, the power. I tra- I transitioned to male, and my paycheck suddenly got bigger. <laughs> I transitioned to mail and suddenly my paycheck got bigger. There you go. Oh, yeah. There we go. It's confirmed. <laughs> the pay, that look pay, like gap, pay gap is confirmed. Aiden's like, what the fuck is my wife doing? If it if it was a if it was a rare occurrence for me to be on a microphone saying weird shit, maybe I would get a strange look, but he's pretty much just like, Yep, this oh, is what happens. My my wife, uh, the other day, she's like, well, the kids are going to start going to school this week. And so that means you're going to have more time in the day to do like your podcasting thing. And I'm like, yeah, your office is like right next to like, like there's only a curtain dividing me from her office. And so it's like, you're not going to want to sit there and listen to all that I have to say. <laughs> no. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 